Because the idea that is it good enough prevents you from even starting. The idea that, gosh, isn't there already enough? I mean, I've seen so many books on vegan cooking and why I need to go paleo and what it is about relationship coaching or healing or tantra or business coaching. You fill in the blank. But the truth is, is it hasn't been written from you. It hasn't been written by you. I am Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas in personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. The first thing that I want to get into is for those of you launching your next chapter, for those of you in transition. One thing that a book can do is actually launch your next whatever it is, or actually fuel your next purpose. And so this lovely lady was me quite a few years ago, actually. My teeth were whiter back then in that photo, and I was a cosmetic dentist. So on the outside, I had. All of the traditional trappings of success, but there—can anybody guess? I was—I was internally, emotionally dead. I was dead to the world. I had a relationship that was crumbling, marriage actually that was failing, and I had no idea who I was. Can anybody relate to that story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how do you go from that to then this? Well, I ended up leaving the relationship and leaving everything behind that I knew to start new. And today, you guys are all in the room because you guys want to have either transformation for yourself, for your business, or for what is next to come. Right? Right? Awesome. So. Part of my journey was then after I left all of that, left the career, sold the practice, and started pretty much over. I actually started to do more research, and because I'm a science geek at heart, I was in dental school for a very long time. I really wanted to know how leaders made decisions because we didn't really learn that in medical or dental school. So that was one. And two, I was always a big fan of behavioral psychology and human dynamics since I was a little girl. So, with my curiosity, it took me to over 40 countries to really understand how we process our emotions and why that's so valuable in leadership. And then, of course, created a movement of emotional grit. Hence, launching my next chapter. So, number two, what a book can actually do for you is to differentiate you. And since we have so many coaches and teachers and educators in the room, you could probably relate to this. That it can be a saturated market, right? Yes, yes. I'm getting some nods. Great. And so, I'm going to talk to you about. Matt and Matt, we actually spent some time together on one of the retreats that I did to get his book out. And he, by training, was a financial planner for about 20 years, and he worked primarily with baby boomers. But he had a very personal story, 
And his mother passed away with $100,000 liquid cash in her bank account. What that meant was he really wanted to revolutionize the whole retirement process. He wanted to give other people the ability to have fun while they're retiring, not worry about being a penny pincher or anything like that, and they can actually enjoy some of their later years in their lives. And so we created the Retirement Dreammaker. And so what that did for him was not only add some depth to the work that he's already doing in financial planning, but he also merged it with personal development. Can somebody see that? How that can actually add a differentiation factor? And it was because of a personal story. Each of you have personal stories that you may or may not be okay to share. However, you may not realize how it actually can impact somebody else. Credibility and trust is number three. That's exactly what a book can give you. Credibility and trust. And we talked to you a little bit, I think, in Ajit's presentation about the book of coaching and what that has done and, and the actual goal is to transform the lives of coaches. The subtitle in the book of coaching is for extraordinary coaches. So that in and of itself is really to claim the fact that we actually want to be able to serve love and be that for a lot of coaches that come through our virtual doors. Not only that, with many of the followers that Ajit has already had because of Evercoach and Mind Valley Teach, his next book is coming out called Live Big. And so this is actually going to be talking a little bit more broader. So when you have already established credibility and trust with your followers, guess what? You can start introducing other topics that you want to talk about. Number four, this is my favorite because when I work with a lot of people in transition, they're like, well, how can I actually scale my business? I've already exited one company or I'm leaving corporate. What to do next? Well, this can actually be your business card. In fact, when I wrote Emotional Grit, it was really around the time we had an election a couple of years ago, and this was really about compassionate leadership, how leaders make decisions, how we can have more empathy and compassion, and what actually happens when you have resilience. I use GRIT as an acronym to grow, reveal, innovate, and transform. Parts of your life that you may or may not like, but then how to actually step into what you really want to create. And so that opened a lot of doors to corporations, to organizations, to speak at Google, to speak at women's conferences and things like that. So that can be your gateway and your business card to do workshops and things like that because you have something that's tangible. You have something that's printed. You have something for people to take home. When you actually do workshops, you actually can have it in the back of the room or bring it to you or bring it with you when you're actually doing long day events, retreats, networking events. You always have it and it never, ever goes stale. That's with you for life, right? Number five, the biggest thing you can create with your book is a movement. It's pretty much why many of you are here. This lovely book from this brilliant man, Vishen Lakhiani, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. He created a whole language. We've been talking about brules and crushing brules all day long. 
How many of you have read the rules somewhere but have been familiar with it before you walked into this room? Pretty much everyone in the room. What about unfuckwithable? I even have a shirt that says unfuckwithable. <laughs> Culturescape? Okay, you can create your own language and buzzwords that can go viral. It can also be a little community, kind of like a almost, I don't like to say the word exclusivity, but it could be an exclusivity thing for, for your followers, for your fans that can make you stand out. And the concepts that you teach that can actually stick, right? Number six, this is for those of you who actually have businesses or are trying to figure out how a book can generate any revenue. Well, in actuality, it can, because it can be your business ecosystem. I think I shared with you one of our biggest mantras between Ajit and I is the fact that we serve love. We both wear one of these intention bracelets that really showcase that, and we've, I think even most of our team, Sid has one, and, and some of our other team members have this. But it's really to live our values and share our values on our highest level that we possibly can. Now, when you go on evercoach.com, what you will also find is that all of the trainings, all of the courses, all of the webinars, how many of you have been on evercoach.com? Awesome. So that is basically on the back of the book of coaching. Essentially, when you have the book of coaching, after each chapter, you can see that there's a webinar, that there are resources, that there are things that actually guide you back to your extended learning on evercoach.com. Ajit and I also run a business accelerator that helps you transform your business. It's six months, and that's also found on this website. So for those of you who think you can't build a business ecosystem on the back of your books, let's just say it with me, guys. It's a brule. It's a brule, right? So number seven, it can actually be a door opener. And what I mean by this is to every single opportunity that you may or may not have even thought of. Now, many of you may know this man or have heard of him or have seen him on stage, have seen him talk, Jason Goldberg. But I don't know how many of you know that he's also a best-selling author. Raise your hands. Okay, well, he wrote this book, Prison Break, and that really got him into doing several different types of things, speaking on different stages, even on TED stages, radio, news, you name it, being one of the lead trainers for Master Circle. So this, you guys, is really important because that is how your brand and you can actually evolve as a trainer, as a coach, as a speaker, as a workshop facilitator, as a healer, just by adding the element of a book. And lastly, well, let's talk about brand building. So a few years ago, I launched the book Emotional Grit. And what we wanted to do to evolve in this next stage of serving entrepreneurs and serving coaches, well, one of the biggest things that builds resilience is humor and having fun and adding a little bit of a sense of play. And so we launched the schoolofgrit.tv, which is a funny spoof series. Has anybody ever seen an episode in here? 
Ah, a few people. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. And if you haven't, you may want to check it out because it actually goes through the nitty gritty of any entrepreneur or any coach because things can get tough and things can get hard and it doesn't have to be so serious all the time. So we add a little dimension of play. Hence, that can be your next evolution of your brand because you already have a stable. So I got this question yesterday. I was at one of the events. I think somebody in here hosted for writers. And the question was, what are the types of books that you can write? Because in everyone's mind, the idea is, I have to write a 250-page novel or you know, research book. I don't have time for that. So I broke it down for you. You guys, these are different types of books that you can add in your ecosystem, one of which is a white paper. A white paper is probably two to five pages at best. People now are chunking information in smaller bits. And when you have this, you have this, repeat after me, forever. Forever. One more time, forever. Okay, I just wanted to make sure everyone is alive in here. Awesome. Next is a booklet. I actually had a team meeting yesterday with my team members. We were all in different parts of the world. And one of the things that we were giving away for free for the longest time, this is probably for two years, was this emotional grit guidebook. Now, mind you, this is basically a journal that accompanies the emotional grit book. But this is actually all of these exercises that I would do in my workshops. So my team's like, Nita, nobody gives away a 155-page book. Nobody does that. We need to stop doing that. And so my team is pulling me aside and telling me, we need to stop doing that. However, that 155-page book that I didn't think was a book is actually a book that you can even break down. And so these mini booklets or these mini PDFs, you guys already have this content in your head. All you need is what? A graphic designer, make it look pretty, and then voila, blog posts. How many of you write consistently on social media? Great, awesome. You can compile those blog posts into an actual book. Same thing with your articles. On Medium, on LinkedIn, a lot of times we share these things. We take these things for granted, but you guys, these are morsels. You don't have to think outside the box. You already have so much content. Most of the clients that I see and that I come across, they have so much content and they're worried that, oh my gosh, I, I, can't, I can't write a book. It's, it's too hard. There's, there's too much involved. Well, breaking that up is actually going to be great for the people that consume your content. And you can test some of these things out on social media. A lecture summary. Many times we speak so much more than we actually write. Well, another way to do this is to record your lectures and get them transcribed. And lastly, we each have a message. We each have our own story. We each have certain things that we've been through. Being able to share that vulnerability and create a book out of that. So the writing is easy, according to Mark Twain. All you have to do is cross out the wrong words, right? <laughs> So 
I would like everybody to get up, please. Please, please, please. I know you guys are so comfortable sitting down. All right, so this is the number one thing that I teach everywhere I go. Because it is not going to be anybody else that's going to have a limiting belief or block or brule around writing their book, except for you. So I want you to turn to the person next to you and tell them, and tell them you are your biggest block. <laughs> now everyone can have a seat, please. Well, because you are your biggest block, and when I do these grit of writing workshops around the world, we talk about eight main elements. This comes up quite a bit because the idea that is it good enough prevents you from even starting. The idea that, gosh, isn't there already enough? I mean, I've seen so many books on vegan cooking and why I need to go paleo and what it is about relationship coaching or healing or tantra or business coaching. You fill in the blank. But the truth is, is it hasn't been written from you. It hasn't been written by you. The self-doubt that comes up. How am I supposed to put this all together? You've done it. You've already written two. You've helped a lot of people. How, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I have that in me. The judgment that comes up. Uh, I don't know if it's okay. I, I don't know if I want to put that out there. It's really kind of bearing our souls in a way. But that judgment is deep. Am I ready for my next chapter? How many courses and conferences and things do I have to take and do and read and consume before I actually can put my gifts out to the public? Who's going to read it anyway? I was with an executive the other day who was saying, all they know about me is that I actually can build a team and I can transform a business. I don't think anybody knows about my passion for travel or languages. Imposter syndrome. This is a big one. Someone's going to find out that I'm a fraud. Someone's going to find out that I'm a fake. Am I good enough to write this book? Am I good enough? This, if you can actually be aware that this will come up, then that's half your battle. Then already, everybody in this room can actually write their book just by knowing that this will probably arise at some point of your writing journey. So, who's ready to create their outline? Yeah? Okay. All right, let's do this. So let's stand up and stretch. Let's get some energy in our bodies because emotion is energy in motion. So let's clap our hands, raise them up, shake them up. Yes, woo. 
All right, turn around, give the person next to you a hug, tell them they're amazing, and please have a seat. If you've enjoyed this podcast, consider joining Mind Valley All Access. Now you can sign up to Mind Valley All Access and unlock every Mind Valley program instantly. Get access to transformation from all of the world's best minds in everything from parenting to biohacking to mind, body, spirit, entrepreneurship, work productivity. Learn from the likes of Ben Greenfield, Jim Quick, Shafali Sabari, Stephen Kotler, and more. All available to you for less than $2 a day. Simply visit mindvalley.com forward slash now. That's mindvalley.com forward slash N-O-W. And you'll be surprised to see that Mindvalley All Access now comes with advanced technologies to completely transform your learning, your networks, and your human connections, including our new private social network for students, Connections by Mindvalley, and our Altered State Inducement app, Ombana, which complements our regular training with Altered State methodologies to transform you at a subconscious level. Check it all out on mindvalley.com forward slash N-O-W. Mindvalley.com forward slash now. So, gang, your book is already in you. All we have to do is just pull it out. If you have your journal, something to write with, your phones, a laptop, we are actually going to do this, I like to call it a speed exercise, because when I give you too much time to think about it, that's when we start judging. So this is number one. I have some ground rules. I don't really operate with rules, but these are some of the rules that we're going to play here, okay? No judgment. This is for you. And even if you're not thinking about writing a book, maybe after this you will. Write down the first thing that comes to your mind. It should come from your gut. It should come from your heart. But the second your mind tries to think, oh, wait, no, 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 that's, that's not right. Nope, nope, I'm gonna cross that out. If I see anybody crossing anything out, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen. But be aware of that. Okay? Does that sound fair? Okay, great. So, what is your message about? And I will give you 30 seconds to write that down. Instinctively, what is your message about? Awesome. Awesome. That should be easy because that's been burning in your soul for a very long time. And many of you are like, I've been wanting to write this down, so I'm giving you permission. So an example that I chose for you all today is the book of coaching. It's just easier and we actually just released it late last year. So our what, our message, 
was really this comprehensive guide, this how-to for people desiring to elevate human potential and, of course, create a business around their service. So this is our what. This was the main premise of the book of coaching. Next one. Who is your audience? Is it male or female? What's the age group? What are their interests? I would love for you to get as specific as possible, and I'm going to give you a minute. Let's get some music going, please. Just a reminder, do not judge what you are writing. Just write whatever is coming and flowing out of your fingers and keep writing. Awesome. Very good. Okay. How was that? How's that? Yeah? Good. Okay. I feel like people are getting in the groove and they're getting into their flow, which is good. So for us, for the book of coaching, as you already know this, our who is it's for leaders, for coaches, educators, consultants, creatives, people in transition, people working on their next chapter. Relatively straightforward. Okay. The big question now, why, what is your why? Why does this message need to be written? What problem is it trying to solve if it's trying to solve any problem whatsoever? Why does this message need to be written? I'm going to give you two minutes for this exercise. So your why can actually be the driving force of the entire book. Your why can actually be the reason for even thinking that you actually have a book in you. So guys, we've done three things already. That's awesome. So our why specifically for the book of coaching was between Ajit and I, we really wanted to bridge the gap specifically for the transformation industry transformational leaders and educators that would encompass the entire business ecosystem because there were books out there that were solely focused on methodology 
There were trainers out there that were solely focused on business, but there was nothing that really encompassed even the mindset of any entrepreneur, any coach, and how do we actually put that all together? So that, my friends, that was our why. And note that your why may shift a little bit, maybe in the languaging and things like that, in the semantics and the context, but it's not going to change a whole lot. Does everybody understand? Next. So we've got the what, we've got the who, now we've got our why. I want you to identify three to four ideas or main principles or takeaways that your audience will learn from your topic. All you need is three to four. And if you only have two, that's fine. I will give you two minutes for this. put yourself in your audience's shoes, what would you want them to take away with your message? They can be very, very broad. Sometimes broader, the better. Was that for people? Yeah? Awesome. How many had two takeaways for their book? Raise your hands. Okay, good. How many had three? Wow, awesome. How many had four takeaways? Oh, okay, great. Wonderful. All right, so we also had four main takeaways. And I think that from the last presentation, you probably already know you, your methodology, and your business. What I actually broke it down into was mindset. So mindset was number one, how to manage your emotional mindset as an entrepreneur. Number two, your methodology. Well, as we know, there are many different teaching styles. There are many different coaching styles. There are many different ways to do that. So these are the main takeaways that we want you to get out of the book of coaching. 
Right, number three is how to properly build a business ecosystem. And lastly, how to market or influence your message in starting a business. So we had four, four main principles, ideas. What I want you to do now is let's get specific. I want you to break it down from the three or four main principles that you had. So for myself, it was mindset. You're going to choose the first one, okay? Choose the first one. And now what I want you to do is what are the steps that it'll take for them to get to your desired outcome? So in other words, what are some of the things that are going to support helping entrepreneurs manage their emotional mindset as an entrepreneur, right? So take that first principle and let's break it down. What are the steps needed? All you need is one, two, or three. I have five listed to get to the desired outcome. So I'm going to give you about two minutes to write as many things as possible as you can. Rapid fire. Let's go. Okay, so hopefully people were not getting into their brain and in their head saying, oh my gosh, it's too hard, it's too tough. How many of you found that relatively okay? Awesome, very good, that's amazing, great. How many people had three or more steps? Okay, three or fewer steps. All right, so for us and for our example, when we break it down, the emotional mindset of an entrepreneur, the first one is expectations. Every entrepreneur has expectations. So we want to be able to crush those expectations. And the next is the fears around creating a business. Some of the fears that will arise. So for example, I even got more specific. I put down time in comparing themselves with other people, where they're at. So you guys can kind of go as in-depth as you want in this. It helps to actually get specific because when you're refining this later on, you now have a working tool for yourself. Does that make sense? And you can kind of clean up some of the things that may not resonate in a week or two. So, and lastly, how to use coaching as a skill set in every relationship in business and in personal life. So that was what we had for the first takeaway, for the first principle. Now, in our last few minutes that we have together, what I want you to do is to get specific. I want you to get specific. What does that mean? Well, take one of your steps from what we actually just did and now, what are some of the examples? What are the stories? What are the exercises that you will use to support what you just talked about? For example, if I'm talking about the emotional mindset of entrepreneurs, expectations, okay? How am I going to support that? Well, I might add a story about a, a client. Maybe I might add statistics on the number of people that are starting a business and the expectations that they have to go from here to here overnight, right? Perhaps an interview, perhaps an exercise, a story, okay? So 
All you need are one or two. You don't have to make this lengthy unless you want to. If I have some overachievers in the room, I think I'll have like five of these. So let me give you 30 seconds to come up with how you're actually going to get specific. So just to reiterate, you are picking things, facts, stories, exercises that are going to support your principle and main idea. Okay, so for expectations, you see here we have a case study of somebody's story. And then, as I mentioned before, statistics. And then, of course, stories of blocks, these are client stories. These are client examples. You are going to repeat this, because now we're out of time, but you are going to repeat this for the last three to four principles and takeaways that you have. Is this something you think you can do? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I love it. Okay. So you guys, guess what? You just finished your framework. Give yourself a round of applause. Amazing, amazing. It was an honor serving you today and go on and create some transformation in somebody else's life with your story. Thank you. And this is the Mind Valley Podcast. If you like the Mind Valley Podcast, take the next step. Become a Mind Valley member. Imagine being coached daily by the greatest teachers on the planet. How quickly would you transform your health, your mindset, your body? your relationships? How quickly would you double the size of your company? How quickly would you see your career grow? How quickly would you eliminate any limiting belief that's holding you back and manifest a life that you once thought beyond your dreams? When you become a member, you don't just get access to the greatest education in the world. You become part of a community of 150,000 of the most incredible people dedicated to personal growth. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash now to get started.